like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Woo. Walk it like I talk it. You. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Woo. Walk it like I talk it. Hey. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Woo. Walk it like I talk it. Talk it. Walk it like I talk it. Hey. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. You. Take my shoes and walk a mile, something that you can't do. Woo. Hey. Big tops of the town, big boy gang moves. Gang moves. I like to walk around with my chain loose. Chain, chain. She just bought a new ass, but got the same booze. Same booze. Whipping up dope scientists. Whip it up, whip it up, cook it up, cook it up. That's my sauce where you find it. That's my sauce when you look it up, look it up, find it. Adding up checks, no minus. Add it up, add it up, add it up, add it up. Yeah. Get your respect in diamonds. Ice, I bought a plane, Jane, roll it, these niggas bought they fame Woo. I think my back got scoliosis cause I swerved the lane Skrr. Heard you signed your life for that brand new chain I heard Think it came with strikes, but you ain't straight with the game Walk it like I talk it Wow, wow, wow that everybody crowned king except for yours truly couldn't walk it like they talked it did way too much talking got into a fight today couldn't back it up pre-game where was that fight where was it at i need to know i need to know I am 24. This is my podcast, 24's podcast. Oh my god. Can we can we pause the music? You have no idea how annoyed I would have been if they lost this game. They being the Cleveland Browns because the Browns beat the San Francisco 49ers, which we will of course. How can we how can we not talk about something so big? Something huge. Something with huge, huge ramifications on the rest of the conference. How can I not talk about it? Of course I'll talk about it. <clears throat> Among all the other games that happened. Around um, one o'clock this this uh, today, as well as the mid afternoon games, so many games to talk about, predictions as well, perspectives on the games, so much good stuff to talk about, ladies and gentlemen, right here on Twenty Four's podcast. Walk it, 
Just wanted to play a little bit of the Miko Migos. <clears throat> Goodness gracious. I mean, last night, I talked about the 49ers briefly, 49ers versus the Cowboys game briefly because I just, I couldn't stand it, couldn't watch it, didn't want to watch it. I understood it was a fluke. I've been getting a lot of phone calls, text messages. I mean, any way that any 49er fan that annoys me can just reach me, they have. But I'm not going to be that annoying, not to them, at the very least. I have bigger fish to fry. I said yesterday, and if I didn't say it, I apologize. I meant to say yesterday. At some point, when talking about the San Francisco 49ers, it's a very, very long season. It's a very, very long season, and the win against the Cowboys was and is an important win. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm not going to go back on my word. It, it was a huge win for them. But I didn't like the fallout, and I didn't cover the fallout because I didn't think that it mattered that much. Uh, until the playoffs, because I thought the Cowboys were going to kind of remember it and then rally around it and all that good stuff. So I was like, I'm not going to really reference the trash talk. But apparently George Kittle wore a fuck Dallas t-shirt and all this other stuff. And then the 40 and then Micah Parsons came out and said that it's personal. And then Devo Samuel said that uh, he wouldn't that the Cowboys don't want to see the 49ers. Which. I would argue uh, right now, uh, I would argue that they may very much would. So, a little bit of context about the 49ers. 49ers really haven't won anything outside of the, haven't really beaten a significant team outside of the Cowboys in the last two to three years. I've lost multiple Super Bowls in the last 10. Has had some really good to great playoff moments, but not Super Bowl success. So the 49ers have beaten the Cowboys, they own the Cowboys, all that good stuff. But they always have these collapses at the end of the season. I mean, I know, and I was thinking about it today, right? I thought about really two years ago in the playoffs. Going up against the Rams, divisional opponent at home, or not at home, but away. Huge game for the 49ers, huge game for the Rams. This is the game, this is the NFC Championship game against the Rams. Rams obviously go on to win the Super Bowl. If that was the Cowboys that had lost against their divisional opponent, essentially one of the only teams to be able to stop them, the team that has dominated the division for the last two, three years, if that was the Cowboys, right, the equivalent would be the Philadelphia Eagles. If the Cowboys went into Philadelphia, lost in a close game where one of their key safeties dropped a game-ending interception and probably a game-winning interception, if that was the Cowboys, what would our perspective be of the Cowboys? That they were an accident waiting to happen, and all the rhetoric that you've heard for a decade plus. Instead, for the 49ers, it kind of gets swept under the rug, everybody forgets it, and nobody cares. The reason why I present to you that is that I also have to present to you this. Around this time last year, the 49ers were in absolute purgatory they were a terrible football team it looked like they were going to essentially make uh not make it to the playoffs but miss the playoffs they had jimmy garoppolo in at quarterback at this point in time because trey lance had gotten hurt trey lance was terrible then there then he gets hurt 
Then they put in Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo then gets hurt <clears throat> in and about week eight, week nine, somewhere around there. They put in Brock Purdy. Their team starts playing significantly better. Their team then goes on to essentially win a bunch of games, including beating the Dallas Cowboys in the playoffs. They then go on to go up against, who do they go up against? The Eagles where they got slaughtered. Eagles slaughtered them. And I remember somebody, what did they put out? They said that the 49ers were undefeated going all the way back to last year. And I was like, well, apparently, I guess, I mean, I guess if you want to count the regular season, but I'm like, well, they lost in the playoffs against the Eagles badly. We're just going to swipe that under the rug. And it was fascinating how they lost today. No Christian McCaffrey, no D. Bill Samuel, two of the best players in the NFL. And Brock Purdy, surprisingly enough, absolutely was terrible today. And Trent Williams may be injured. He may not be. We'll see. But I didn't want to say it because I'm not somebody who wishes for player injuries. I don't even like to talk about the potential for players to get injured. But the 49ers are, I mean, they have some of the best players in the NFL, but all of them are injury prone. George Kittle has been consistently hurt throughout the last four to five years. Christian McCaffrey, last three years. Debo Samuel, last two to three years. Trent Williams, all his, all of his career, he's been hurt. And it's like three of those players, Nick Bosa had a torn ACL at one point, but three of those players, by the way, were hurt today. Trent Williams, Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel. Debo and Christian, they both had to go out with injuries, not to return. And they lost. They were bad. Browns were able to get pressure on Brock Purdy. Browns offense was, take, was able to take advantage of the defense of the secondary of the 49ers. And I mean, the Browns, they were just... They weren't a better overall team. The 49ers were just god-awful. 49ers had a crap ton of penalties, by the way, as well. And so the 49ers, by the by, they started this weird little fight. Ironically enough, with Debo Samuel and Trent Williams being two of the centerpieces of the fight. But they start this little skirmish, this little fight, with like... Two of the best players for the 49ers getting into it with random Browns players. And I'm like, dude... You're the significantly better football team. Why are you getting into fights with people? You're talking about Dallas all week long when you've already beaten them badly, I might add, multiple times in the playoffs and now in the regular season. And you didn't handle your business. You didn't beat the Cleveland Browns. But the reality is for the 49ers, you're safe. Potentially speaking. Because if something is continuously wrong with Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel, here are your next four games. The Minnesota Vikings, which is probably a win. The Cincinnati Bengals, Brock Purdy, not Brock Purdy. Joe Burrow seems to be back to playing like Joe Burrow. The Jacksonville Jaguars. And now the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean... You could potentially lose, depending on who's healthy and who's not healthy, you could lose three of the of your next four, two of your next four. And that lead that you had against Dallas that I talked about in the lead up to that game that was so imperative for either Dallas or the 49ers to, to acquire is now evaporated because the Dallas Cowboys, they go up against the Chargers and the Rams, both of which are overrated football teams. Maybe Dallas loses. Maybe they don't. I don't know. I don't think they lose. But you mean to tell me if you're the San Francisco 49ers 
and you spent all this time getting the one thing that you needed, which was essentially a win, the tiebreaker against the Cowboys, which is essentially just a win against the Dallas Cowboys. You got it. And now look at you. You're in a really, really bad spot after losing to the Browns because you have three very, very difficult, maybe not three, but two very difficult games coming up in the next four weeks. Just like, okay. All right, San Francisco. By the way, they lost the game because their kicker missed a 41-yard field goal. And this is after they released their excellent just clutch kicker for decades in Robbie Gold. Released them. And the San Francisco 49ers, they just they missed like a 41-yard field goal. I mean, it's just it's embarrassing. I don't know. I don't know. Hold on. Sorry, I'm just on Twitter. right now and I'm just watching the 49er fans just copium right now <laughs> sorry <clears throat> goodness gracious anyways 49ers are I don't think they're done but man oh man god man they lost I just read I, I just read another tweet they lost without I mean, Deshaun Watson has been playing terrible, but they lost against the 49ers without, or not against the 49ers, against the Cleveland Browns without Nick Chubb. Chubb's hurt. Forgot about that. Mari Cooper had a day. P.J. Walker had two interceptions, and they still lost. Goodness gracious. It is what it is. Shockingly, the Browns. I thought the Browns were going to shank it. Let me tell you something. On the final drive of the game, or one of the final drives of the game, <clears throat> the uh, the Browns, all they had to do was like run out the clock. P.J. Walker, love P.J. He he was one of my guys from the USFL. He uh, he they had him on like second and eight inside. I think the ten of the 49ers. They had him roll like a play action pass. He threw it across his body and it was almost intercepted. And I was so hot because I was like, why would you just not run it three times to burn more timeouts and all that good stuff? And they didn't. And I was just like, oh my God, they almost lost the fucking game. Thank you, Cleveland, for not only winning the game, but also <clears throat> almost losing it. Jesus Christ. Sorry about that. I'm just drinking some water because all of that yelling, all that well, well, welling, uh, kind of shot my voice, but don't worry. I have enough juice. I have enough gas left in the tank to press forward and continue forward. So <clears throat> let's talk some of the rest of the games here. And I'll also go down the predictions as well and talk about some of the games. I think I talked about the Broncos versus the chiefs. It was a bad game. It's terrible. Broncos lost. Unsurprisingly chiefs won it 19, eight, 
I don't think anyone was surprised by the Broncos losing up against the Chiefs. This morning, Ravens versus Titans. Interesting game. Lamar, yeah, I mean, he played well enough to win. I mean, he played great. Uh, Ryan Tannehill got hurt. I don't know why they keep on rolling out Ryan Tannehill like he's going to do something. Uh, he ain't going to do anything. I don't know why they keep acting like he is. And Ryan was terrible. Once again, 8 of 16, 71, 76 yards, one interception. They rolled out Malik Willis, and I felt like this should have happened weeks ago. I felt like they should have rolled with Malik Willis weeks ago. They almost scored on the one drive that he was in on. And I just, I don't really understand what their game plan is. I don't really know what their goal is. I don't really know what Tennessee is doing. I mean, to me, it's obvious that they also don't know what they're doing. But, you know, you would hope that uh, the football team knows what they're doing, but they obviously don't. And this is going to be Mike Vrabel's last year. If he lasts past this year, I would be shocked. The interesting thing about Tennessee, I I think that they still have a high pick, or not a high pick, but I still think they have their first-round draft pick. I mean, they're 2-4. and four. You know, we constantly talk about the Brock Purdy, or not the Brock Purdy, excuse me, but the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. The teams with one win are the Giants, the Cardinals, the Bears. I mean, hell, the the Panthers are 0-6, so they have as good of a chance of anyone to get the number one overall pick. It's like, great job, Cardinals. Did they? Yeah, they traded away their first overall pick to the Bears last year, so they don't even get it. It's the Bears. It's ironic that the Bears traded their first overall pick or traded their first overall pick to the Panthers again, and they may have it again this year. And they didn't do anything with it. I was kind of shocked. So the Bears are 1-5. They get the Panthers' first-round draft pick. The Panthers are winless. And, um, I mean, the Bears, they may be able to add Marvin Harrison Jr. or an offensive line or somebody to their roster. Jesus Christ, their roster sucks. <clears throat> As they lost in a very close game to the Vikings, but, I mean... Justin Fields got hurt. It was meaningless. It was meaningless. But Lamar Jackson played a, a really, really good game against the Titans, all things considered. And also, the uh, the Titans are without a quarterback, and also the Titans suck, and all this other stuff, and the Titans need a lot of help, and the Titans are anemic, and the Titans are bad. And we'll see what happens long-term with the Tennessee Titans. Spoiler, they're going to fire back Rabel. Either this year or next year, because he sucks as a head coach. Dolphins versus Panthers, it looks kind of tight. Like the Panthers, they kind of, they kind of, you know, gave the Dolphins the business a little bit. And then the Dolphins were like, oh yeah, we're the Dolphins. The Panthers, they scored 14 points in a quarter. And then the Dolphins, the Dolphins scored zero. And then the Dolphins were like, oh, we're the Dolphins again. And then they scored 21 in the second. And then they went on to win 42-21. Yikers. It was looking kind of competitive. And then it <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> oh, my God. I would have thought that the Dolphins would have won it. But, I mean, yeah, that's obvious. Texans at Saints. Texans won it barely. It like, oh, happy days for me. I get to now make fun of the Saints fans that I know and the 49ers fans as well. Texans at Saints. Texans won it. Probably thought that the Saints would have won it, but, you know, it is what it is. Derek Carr. I was watching the game, by the way, live. Derek Carr had like two just fades, like one on the left side of the field, one on the right side of the field. He just threw up two fades. 
when the Saints got down within, I think, 15 or 20 yards, they were inside the red zone of the Texans, and they just decided, hey, guys, let's just so throw fades, you know, for the rest of the doggone game. And uh, they didn't do anything pretty much after that. They were just like, yep, fade after fade after fade. And unsurprisingly, they lost the game. Derek Carr, uh, I don't know if he's known for throwing fades, but I mean, I I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to tell you. But Saints lost it. Saints were in a really, really good position. Saints were in control over the division. I mean, they still kind of are, I guess, but you know. I last this last game was like a bit of a weird game because I would have thought that the Saints would have won it, but uh, maybe I'm underestimating the Texans, and I think I am a little bit because the Texans have just been so very dysfunctional over the last couple of years. But some of the players that I like are starting to show up: Will Anderson, C.J. Stroud. I like C.J. Stroud. I didn't think that he was on the level of Bryce, but lo and behold, he's playing better than Bryce. But I think that's also because the Panthers they suck as an organization. I love how the owner in the spring was like, we don't need a number one wide receiver because we'll have multiple wide receivers. And I'm like, yeah, I saw Jerry Jones try that crap a couple of years ago and say pretty much the exact same thing with Dak in 2017 and that crap or not 2017. And it was 2018. That crap didn't work at all. They had a trade for Amari Cooper in the middle of the season. They still went to the playoffs and it was a great trade for them, but yikes. Uh, was it stupid for Jerry to say that five years ago? And yikes, is it stupid for Jake Tapper? to say that five years later, especially in an era where every single like great offense essentially has a number one wide receiver or something comparable to a number one wide receiver. It's, it's a bit ridiculous, especially when his team needs a number one wide receiver and they traded away DJ Moore and they were like, yeah, that's, we don't need DJ Moore. It's just like, okay, says the team that is winless. That was a that was a really smart decision, David. It was really smart. <clears throat> Jesus Christ. As I am looking at the homework that I have to um, do tomorrow. It shouldn't be too long, but God damn. God damn. Is it a lot? I had to do like a lot of homework tonight and I still have some college algebra that I have to do. It's funny how when you don't procrastinate and you try and get ahead of some of your work, it's like you would be shocked at how much work you can do. I did in like three, maybe four hours. I essentially did all the shit that I have to do today outside of like one thing. And then I got other shit that I got to do tomorrow. But surprisingly enough, I got work and I also got work tonight as well. It's like literally I, uh, it's it's ironic it's like i literally if i had one fucking day off i would um on the weekend i would be able to get so much shit done but they literally aren't they don't have anybody and it looks like they hired or not hired but fired literally the person that uh only comes in on weekends so yay go me go me go me hold on what's going on here Hold on. I don't understand what's going on. I uh, I was looking at some of the reactions about the 49ers game and people are just posting some shit. <clears throat> I don't really know. 
anyways, going back to what I was talking about, I was talking about the Saints versus the Texans. Uh, pretty unfortunate game for the Saints. I don't really know what they can do. I think Dennis Allen should be fired. God, man, Dennis Allen is such an, a moron. Again, those those fades that they were constantly throwing to Derek, or not to Derek, but to some of the wide receivers on the end, they had the middle of the field open for the entirety of the drive, and they just went away with him. They just started to throw up fades, and I was just like, why? Why are you doing this? And I, I don't know why. But uh, the command, but moving on from that game, Texans won it. I probably would have had the Saints because again, I would have underestimated the Texans and overestimated the Saints. But Saints have Saints had before today same amount of wins as the Cowboys. Anyways, going back to the Commanders, or not going back to the Commanders, going back to the games. Commanders at Falcons probably would have had the Falcons winning it. In honesty, but the Commanders they did twenty four to sixteen. Desmond Ritter had like two game-ending interceptions just were that were just god awful. Both of them were like in the red zone or no, one was like on a quick slant. It was just a bad overall game from him. I remember the owner of the Falcons said that I think we have our franchise quarterback with Desmond Ritter and I just got to ask the head not the head coach but the owner now, really? Really? Do you really think that you have your franchise quarterback now after seeing what you've seen for or seen is it seen after seeing i guess i don't know after seeing what you've seen it is seen right it's seen it's seen after seeing what you've seen for the last couple of weeks are you sure this guy is your franchise quarterback or are you just sure that he's like a third round draft pick keep in mind I like Desmond Ritter coming out of Cincinnati. I didn't like him so much where I would draft him in the first round. I thought that he needed time to develop. I didn't think he should have started last year. And I certainly, based off of the way that he's playing out, I don't think that he's going to start. I don't think he's uh, he should start this year. When you take a flyer on a quarterback in the third round, one of two things can happen. They can maybe become a franchise quarterback, but they can also and should also be like up for rotation as like a backup. And now that I got... A really, really good look at Desmond. Uh, I think he's probably a backup quarterback for the foreseeable future. And I think the Atlanta Falcons should 1,000% look into uh, Caleb Williams, Shador Sanders, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They're going nowhere fast. They're winning some games here and there. Kyle Pitts had a nice little game today. But, I mean, they need, they need an actual quarterback to be able to throw the football. And they don't have one which you would think that after getting Drake London and Kyle Pitts, you'd think that they would, but they rolled with Tannehill. Well, not Tannehill, Mariota last year. And yikes, did it bite them in the ass. Anyways. Falcons lost to the Commanders. Commanders, they were all right. Colts at Jags. Colts without Anthony Richardson. Interestingly enough, Anthony Richardson is considering going, undergoing through... Or going under, I'm tired. He, he think, he's thinking about getting a season-ending surgery. He's considering it, reportedly. I don't know how long he's going to be out, but Anthony Richardson is out. He was out today, quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. I don't know if he's going to be out or not. I don't know if he's going to be out. I think that the Colts should just tank this season and try and get somebody else. Trying to get some other huge piece for Anthony Richardson. 
if you want to say wide receiver, then go ahead and get another wide receiver. If you want to go ahead and get a defensive lineman, go ahead and get another defensive lineman. I don't really see, I don't really know because I don't, I haven't really studied defensive line this off season or not this off season, excuse me, but this season when it comes to college. So I don't know of any top prospects coming out, but the top offensive prospect outside of Caleb Williams and outside of just quarterback seems to be Marvin Harrison Jr. And there's going to be some teams that have young quarterbacks that are in play. So if you are the Colts, that is an option for the Jags, a team that's reeling a bit. I mean, they're four and two, but I like, I mean, they had a solid game today, considering that a couple of weeks ago, it was, I mean, it was a lot closer than this and they still blew them out by almost 20 points today. So tip of the cap to the Jags. A lot of things to consider if you're the Colts. Seattle at the Bengals. Geno Smith, shocker, is Geno Smith again. He is terrible. 27 of 41, 200, not 200, excuse me, 323 yards, two interceptions, zero touchdowns. Yikers. Joe Burrow is seemingly somewhat back to being Joe Burrow. 24 of 35, 185 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. Win against the Seattle Seahawks, 17 of 13. Burrow may be back. We will see long-term. Seattle is overrated, which is what I thought originally at the beginning of the season. And blah, 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 blah. Bengals, we'll see how they fare long-term. Vikings at Bears. Again, Justin didn't play. The Vikings should have won, and they did, but they barely won 19-13. Kirk Cousins, kind of a ho-hum day, but again, no Justin Jefferson. And again, I talked about it yesterday where... I just didn't understand why they're dragging their feet on the whole Justin Jefferson thing. The whole thing being that they should pay him and they haven't. And the longer they wait, the more and more money he's going to get because he's just an awesome wide receiver. But it's a head scratcher as to why they haven't paid them yet. I mean, I'm literally scratching my head as I'm talking about it. So it is a anomaly, but it is what it is. Uh, da, 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 da. Patriots. These are some of the live games. We talked about the 49ers versus the Browns. Patriots at Raiders. Patriots are down by 10 against the Raiders, 3 to 13. They, I guess they subbed in Malik Willis. I haven't, not Malik Willis, Malik Cunningham. I haven't seen any of the game. Uh, oh, no, they haven't subbed him in yet, but Mac Jones is apparently on a short lease and he already has an interception. He's not playing very well at all. They're down 3 to 13 against the god awful Las Vegas Raiders. Bucks versus Lions. I'm watching the game right now. It's three to three. Seems like a kind of an even match between two teams that really I didn't think would be as good as they are. I mean, the Bucks are three and one. The Lions are four and one. It's like, hmm. That's interesting. Right? Lions are putting on a pretty good showcase this year, so. I underestimated both of them, and they're both kind of coming through. Cardinals at Rams, another team that I kind of underestimated, and they're bad when you look at their record. What's the record again? One and four. I mean, that's obviously god-awful, but the, the Cardinals have kind of done a really, really good job of hanging in and holding fast with some of these games. I don't know if it'll translate to next year. A lot of people that are hopeful always say that, but I, I mean, it's been a really, really solid year so far as it pertains to their team. And I don't want to say the expectations, but some of the things that they've been doing, it's just like, oh, it's it's been an awesome year for them so far, the Cardinals. It's like you tank and you also are showing a little bit of fight. 
good on them. Eagles at Jets. Eagles are beating the uh, the Jets fourteen to three. I'm a bit shocked that the uh, that the Jets for like a little bit were playing the Eagles tough, and then it kind of seems to have exploded in the opposite direction for the Jets, where it's just like Eesh, this uh, this kind of looks like what we all expected would happen uh, a blowout. So Jets. 14-3 loss probably is going to happen. Giants at Bills. Tonight, the Giants should lose to the Bills in a very handy, in a game that should be handed to them, to the Bills. The Giants are god-awful. Andrew Thomas is god-awful. And we'll kind of see about that. Cowboys at Chargers. The Cowboys should win that game. It's in Dallas 2.0 in Los Angeles. And, uh, yikes, I would hate to be a Los Angeles Ram or not Los Angeles Ram, but Los Angeles Charger tomorrow. Anyways, I'm going to peace out. We'll talk about some of these games tomorrow as well. I got to go to work. And before I go to work, I'm going to get a nice nap in because I got a lot of BS to deal with today. Anyways, I'm going to peace out. I'll see you tomorrow. 24th podcast.